0: Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day. Welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast where we celebrate everything fatherhood. I am Nick, married father of three, a three, five and a seven year old. And I know it's time to get my car serviced because of how much water my windscreen thing has left in it. <laughs> you know when that empties out, I'm like, yeah, better call Mazda.
1: Mate, yours last that long. <laughs> <laughs> I must just do what it like? for fun. <laughs> 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 I blew his dad, good old bandit. Um, I'm Dave, father of uh, an almost three year old and a seven week old today. Um, and lads, it must be getting cold. Got the uh, good old dad slippers on, the socks and the pluggers. <laughs> oh,
0: and they look mega comfortable mm.
1: too. They are very comfy.
2: I got a fresh pair for my birthday. Ooh, I'm rocking them out in the house. That's dad, great.
0: like pluggers or <laughs> slippers? slippers? Slippers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah, right. right
2: yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, g'day, I'm Cam, father of a two-year-old and a almost four-year-old, uh, and I'm so sick of this rain. All I want to do is mow my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> just kills me on the weekend. I'm just staring at it, like
3: can't mow it.
0: <laughs> it's like the water against the window, just dropping down the window, and you're sitting there with a. Sad, the yeah. sad eyes looking at your, at yeah. your grass, oh,
2: looking at the shed. And <laughs> what's in there?
0: I want to go outside. So like a Labrador,
1: yeah. so, I just want to feel like a man. I need to start this mower. <laughs> Just get the hammer out and start banging stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just, take, just take nails out and put them back in, just to be like, yep, yeah, that's good in the garage. Yeah, just drop some stuff on the ground and just make it sound like you're really busy. <laughs> What's going on in there? Nah, nothing. Love, just doing some work in the garage. Just yeah, fixing this.
0: Cracking a beer. You what was that? Oh, it was the hammer.
3: <laughs> so, we
2: we now, actually did the whole uh, you know rainy weekend trip to Bunnings just for the sake of it and to do the. Uh, indoor playground cafe <laughs> on the weekend. Yeah. Sunday we just got the sausage yeah. we did everything it was just yeah. like get out of the house
0: lovely we did something similar except we didn't go to Bunnings unfortunately um, we went to that indoor play centre that I was telling you guys mm. about at North Lakes it's friggin awesome it is expensive because by the time you get in there buy, buy some food have a few coffees it's like yeah okay couple, like it's a hundred bucks later yeah. you're like oh yeah. Christ <laughs> but then after that straight after that straight to the library never been to the library before it's like I got my, my nerd on and, um, I, uh, we took I, the kids and I've never awesome. taken the kids either It was really good There's like a little play area in there They like throw pillows and shit around Not so much reading happening But I sort of sat there for a good 34 seconds And read a book Which <laughs> was good um, nice. yeah. Can recommend, yes I um, It's always
2: one of those things uh, You hear about the mother's groups And doing all the different libraries But um, it's been on
1: my list But I've, yeah, I just haven't really had
2: the time So I'd like to do it the whole rhyme time And all that kind of Oh yeah, of yeah
1: Eventually That would be good I, I, If I didn't work at a school I don't know the last time I'd be in the library Yeah It's only just for the sake of like Alright, we've got to go borrow Come on, let's get some books <laughs> <laughs> Yet yeah, I do not read myself so. it,
0: it was a surprisingly good like boredom killer and um, yeah well speaking of boredom killers Mm. I got home and I was like it it was still too wet and you're just sitting there going like what are they going to do I taught them to like I took the advice of can't remember who it was uh, oh Wayne last week and he's like um, get your kids to like teach them what you like doing so we played FIFA for an hour (laughs) 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 and they loved it because they've never played it before and they're sitting on the PlayStation like oh my god this is God's God's work (laughs) Um, so that was really cool and then um, I was like all right. because remember how I said their their idea of playing the iPad is just like their school games. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, you guys can just play the iPad for half an hour. Next minute, they've got this thing called SSP, right? And they're like, they're sounds, not words and letters. So it's like shh, ah p shh, and like v, and like all the all the sounds that they can make. And then, anyway, they press they press the buttons that make the sound. Anyway, I'm just sitting there playing FIFA. <laughs> all I hear, all I hear is um. It. <laughs> <laughs> do you laugh or do you like get angry anyway I laughed so. It was, um, well, I was,
1: turn your head and laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then turn your face back to him it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: want to hear that alright
1: get back over here and play FIFA <laughs> yeah.
0: come and play the Playstation you <laughs> so, well,
1: I have to be pretty impressed same thing we visited some friends who just had another barb and um, their oldest boy went into his bedroom and started playing some Xbox and Isla followed him in so mm. gave him gave her a controller, you know, and he sh- just sat there. And I was just super proud of her sitting there, sitting there, like, <laughs> holding the controller, watching. And I'm like, oh, just one day. In a couple more years <laughs> when you actually understand how to do it, we'll be we've got it. <laughs> we've awesome. got it.
0: Welcome to Dad's Corner Dads, joining the fatherhood communities around Australia to create a massive dad's support network. Thanks to our major sponsors, Smashing Fibers, who want to unleash your inner beast. So to get into beast mode, use this beast code. Use beast at checkout for 50% off your next order with Smashing Fibers. How good is that? Men's group specialising in all things fatherhood. Australian Brotherhood of Fathers aim to improve the rights of families because kids deserve equal access to both parents. These are fathers working together to fix Australian social policy. Uh, they have an amazing number of resources on both their website and Facebook. So check them out today. And also Brothers mm Books.
3: Are you reading the dictionary?
0: Oh, You caught me. I like to break a mental sweat too books help us to relax refocus and unwind but brothers and books create a community library they send books to those in need inspire people to use reading as a form of therapy share book of the month create communities and an outlet but most importantly they are making reading cool again so get on board and follow them on instagram brothers and books right let's get into a few dad's jokes what are your thoughts does anyone have a good one this week? Oh, I might go. I missed out last week,
2: so I had to redeem myself. D- did you bring two? I, t- I didn't.
0: Um, <sighs> Lucky I did.
2: I, uh, I, I asked <laughs> Google to tell me a joke, and it was surprisingly good. So, uh, A meat pie auditioned for a play. The director told him that he performed well,
0: but it's more of a sausage roll.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, nice. Oh, I like that's that. That's good. Um, I also asked Google for a, uh, a joke this week thinking I was real smart and then got here and you're like, oh, I I've, got, I've got a joke <laughs> off Google. Damn it. Anyway, uh, Google Home came up with an absolute belter and it's what do you call a caveman that farts a lot? What? A Methanedothel. Uh. <laughs>
1: That's <is> good. <laughs> oh, clever.
0: Anyway, here's here's another one I got. And uh, what do you call someone who tells dad jokes that isn't a dad? A faux pas. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Actually, I just thought of ah. another one that Google told me, similar yeah, to your nice. caveman one. Um, what do you call a caveman's fart? Yeah. A blast from the past. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Well, but yours, yours are actually jokes. Mine's just, um, hey, guys, welcome to the Sexual Innuendo Club. Thanks all for coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is this Sexaholics Anonymous? <laughs> Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am the dad joke <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's let's uh, let's talk a few shit mum moments this week So thanks to anyone who has um, got in touch with us We've got a, a few this week We've got uh, mum Alex, who's a school mum uh, that I talked to mm-hmm. And we've also got firefighter mum uh, Mel Who came up with some really good mum hacks um, More so than shit mum moments Although she, she said that there were lots She just couldn't think of any off the top <laughs> of her head So uh, let's get in touch with Alex and uh, we'll have a chat. Hello. Alex, how are you? Good,
4: how are you?
0: Good, thanks. It's Nick and the boys at the Shit Dad podcast. You're actually on the recording now. How are you going? Oh, hey,
4: good. Yeah.
0: So lots of swear words and carry on. Oh, I'm
4: allowed to
0: yeah. Yes. yeah. Shit,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Tell us a so, bit about yourself, Alex.
4: Uh, well, I'm a single mum of four kids. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a story about how I managed to become a single mum because, yeah, I'm, I don't know, it's, it's it wasn't my fault, and just saying, put it out there that um, I did apply for Married at First Sight, and I'm still waiting to hear back. <laughs> but,
0: Maps, mom, Alex.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that map, mass milk. MAPS milk. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, stories.
0: Shit, mom stories. Here we go.
4: Yeah. Um, so, one that happened most recently, um, I hooked up my phone. I was setting up an iPad and. I got a text message, like, the next day from the teacher to say that um, her the content needed to be revised from, like, Class Dojo, and I was like, oh, thinking maybe it's Netflix or whatever on the iPad or, yeah. Um, so, I went through her iPad, and I was like, what did you show your teacher? she said oh, all my photos, and I was like, right, thinking, you know, nostril shots, as you do when you're a little kid, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, she was looking through the photos, and I realised she'd hooked. Well, my phone had hooked up to the iCloud, and then gone to her iPad, <sighs> and there were noobs on there.
3: <laughs>
4: so yeah, the teacher got to see me in a sex swing. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting!
0: So, party. so, uh, so you, you got off the iCloud? You just uh, <laughs> okay. have you deleted your account on the iCloud? Yeah, bloody
4: I said this. Yeah, <laughs> really, really quickly. Can I you? had no idea the photos that even they update like that, and I'm really bad with technology as well. So, I was trying. I was trying to sit there. I was crying, trying to delete them. And my mum came in, and she was like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, There's a news all over the iPad. The teacher saw them." And um, she was like. What the fuck? And then I was, she's like, it's okay, we'll just reset the iPad. And I was like, oh, okay. But so she literally reset it. It was so quick. And then it popped up to say, um, like, you need to type in this passcode and it's been sent to this device, which was actually my ex. Um, and I was like, I'm not ringing him. I'm not doing that. And my mum was like, just ring him. Just ring him. So I did ring and I was like, oi. Um, can I have the, the code that's been sent? In? And he's like, why? And I was like, well, um, Long story. I, I, have a, <laughs> I have a problem with um, the iCloud hooking up to like my daughter's iPad. And he was like, well, I, don't, I really don't think that it's my responsibility to give like, tell you this code and stuff. And I said, well, it is because if you want your nudes taken off this iPad, And he was like, "Oh, okay." (laughs) Yeah. So then the iPad was white, but then it also just came back, and then like because I never deactivated the iCloud immediately, so yeah, it just pops straight back back. up. up (laughs) Wow!
2: You can thank Steve
0: Jobs for that. Yeah, yeah, and promptly go over to Android. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah, (laughs) I always did like Android much better.
0: Anyway, so yeah, Um, that's that's. By far, probably our best shit mum story so far. Well done.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I could top it with another one. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, I was at Lollipop's play gym with the kids and I saw my son sort of slink into the bathroom and I thought, oh, he's going to go to the bathroom by himself. Oh, good boy. And I had the baby on my chest and I was like, oh, like this is so lovely just sitting here and the kids just do their own thing. And then I had this mum come over and was like, Hi, Um. do you have a little boy wearing an orange shirt? And I said, depends what he's done. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, he's having some trouble in the bathroom. And my mum stands up and she was like, you know what? It's all good. I've got this. She goes to the bathroom and she's like, they're in there for a long time. And then she comes out and she just went, Alex, we need to pack up and we need to go. And I was like, why? And she was like. He has shit on the floor Then tried to stomp it down the drain And then he's like Tried to clean it up And used the sink There's shit everywhere got <laughs> a- <laughs> And I was like Alright Let's go We actually need all these hot Play do Because um, Yeah that's where I live Basically <laughs> They call that a dry
0: waffle <laughs> stomp <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Wow oh, yeah. That's so good so he tried to do the right thing But made an absolute mess
4: Oh, uh, right thing. Oh, questionable. <laughs> yeah. no, it, that that one kid that I've got, one of them. Yeah, he um he does that quite often and it's okay. Yeah, waffle something from way back. Yeah, it's, it's
0: a problem really. <laughs> <laughs> it's an epi- epidemic. Awesome. Well thanks so much for um for having a chat with us on the pod and sharing your shit, Marmory. It's been superb and um I I think a few mums might come, might really struggle to top those. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, I hope they can
4: top it. To be honest, <laughs>
0: well, that's that's a challenge. <laughs> so any feels. any mums listening, um, yeah, please get in touch with us and see if you can top Alex's shit mummery. But yeah, thanks, Alex, and um, we'll talk
1: to you soon. Yeah,
4: cheers, thanks, Nick. Bye, yeah. boys. Cheers, thanks, Alex. Alex. <laughs> oh,
1: crackers wow. That oh. was
0: superb Hey, I
2: always do say You guys mentioned it last week The best shit dad all my moments Involve shit yeah. <laughs> Literally yeah That Definitely. is
0: true Now um, we also got some Some belters of mum hacks From uh, from firefighter mum Mel Who came up with the I don't know if she came up with it But she suggested the inflatable home cinema mm. So you get the, um, the inflatable kiddie pools whether you get the uh, the outdoor projector or just in front of your, your telly in the, the living room if it's raining, just you set up the, the kiddie pills for however many kids you've got. They all get one each. Their toys, blankets, food all goes in that one thing and they can't make a mess or touch each other's shit. Ah, uh, so there's no there's no water. That's just their little pocket. Yeah. Yeah. dry pocket of their own island. Wow. So that's a pretty good hack. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to incorporate that into my shit battery this week, I think. But um. They also, she also came up with, she's got a daughter who she decided to do um, face masks with, like you know the the paint on or whatever they are, just the plastic ones that go over the top of your face. Mm-hmm. Um, she decided to do that because you can't move when you do a face mask, so she's like, okay, sit in this chair. Here's a face mask. <laughs> You're not moving for half an hour, <laughs> and because the daughter thinks she's getting like a beauty treatment, she's like, oh yeah, okay, mum, no worries. So yeah, that's um that's some. Some good stuff there for yeah, dads to be fair. Good that's a good hack for a dad, I think, with a like daddy daughter time's good he can just put a mask on, dad can just chill, daughter's sitting there still. Yeah. Dave's already
1: thinking about that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got another one for you okay. from Mel. Yeah. She
0: said to paint their nails just before you go to the shops so they don't touch shit. Oh. Cause oh, you can't yeah. yeah and basically they yeah. walk around with their hands out like this, all to. glamorous, yeah. like out, out in front of themselves and they walk like Fran Drescher from The Nanny, <laughs> then they don't touch anything. That's so a that's good a, one. That's See, that a would, really good That would home. be
1: good. Except isla has gone and had her nails done with Trace a couple of times, so just as, <laughs> as like a mummy, do- you know, mummy daughter date. So I think she is aware that. Come on! Once I walk out the shop, I'm I'm good. I'm good. My my nails are done. I can touch whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want. She gets the professional, and way. I will. Yeah, exactly. Or she's gonna walk past that place and just go. They did a shit job. Can you fix them? <laughs>
0: Actually, (laughs) speaking of kids saying shit job, this um, I saw one of my Facebook friends this week had. um, She's given her her kid a phone, and um, like just to like as she's got Kids Messenger on there. Anyway, um, it was dad's turn to look after her, and she's decided to text mum who was having a break on Kids Messenger and say, "Dad is such a shit," with about ten angry face emojis.
2: Wow, getting in trouble at Woo!
0: the time. Yeah, that's hectic. So,
2: what's kid? This kid messenger is that like a like a, a family safe kind of thing? I guess
0: so. Yeah, I haven't yeah. looked into it. I don't agree with giving my kids phones because they'll just like There's I don't know. You, you them, know my kids; they'll whatever. take advantage and they'll they'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just take constant photos of everything and like yeah. just want to be on the phones all the time. So that's not happening. I guess it's it's a bit easy. Oh, a bit better with one kid you can sort of police it a bit more uh. but my kids are just been mental
1: um i think kid e- messenger is yeah it's safe in the fact that i think the parent has to set up and it's on the parents phone uh, yeah, so and the, the parent see can see all the so messages whatever, yep so whatever uh. that messenger is sending it's that it's reflected on the mums yeah or the dads or whatever yep i think interesting i've mm. heard
2: stories of of parents obviously using the find my phone tracker thing as well just to know where their kids are which I guess you, you may need to do that as well but then that also extending into oh I also turned it on onto my partner's phone and my wife oh. said that to me well, can I track you I said hell no <laughs> <laughs> you'll know I'm at the pub all the time.
0: <laughs> is that why we're having a dry month this this month no, I uh, so I spent too much time down the the, the Nanda Tav. No, oh, it was.
2: Oh, I have been away for work. That was fun. Um, the junket.
0: We spoke
2: a little while ago about that fit stop six week challenge. Yeah. Um, but halfway through, me and the family got COVID, super sick, and it was just kind of, I had it put to an abrupt end after a good start. So this time around, I'm going to try and starting a week late because i was away for work but then yes five weeks of solid training so five. i want to just give it a good nudge so i thought you might have just done three because
0: you did half already
2: <laughs> <laughs> six, six over
0: time <laughs>
1: you still did a six week challenge we're <laughs> in three
0: i was thinking about doing dry july this month then i realized i had a, a lads camping trip halfway through I was oh like, yeah nah, nah. that's not happening <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Right, welcome back to episode 39 of the Shit Dad podcast. We are here now with Dr. Kyla, um, who is a pediatric dietitian. How are you, Kyla? I'm well, thank you, thanks for
5: having me.
0: No, thank you so much for coming on. As um, we, t- we spoke a little bit off the air, all our wives were so impressed that we were uh, chatting to you because you're <laughs> apparently the real deal. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you, what you do? <laughs> I'm,
5: I'm Dr. Kyla, the real deal. Um, <laughs> I, that's really lovely feedback, so thank you uh, to your wife. I am a pediatric dietitian. I um, run two online memberships, soon to be three, uh, for parents around feeding their kids. I'm basically about helping you feed your kids and feeling good about it.
0: That's really basically the nuts and bolts of what we all need to know, isn't it? Mm.
5: Um, it honestly, it is. Yeah, it's short and snappy, but that's what
4: I do.
0: I did enjoy the one thing I saw when we were doing a, a bit of a um, a look at your uh, your profile and the, the things you, you get around, but I, I saw one quote that I really enjoyed and it's, by the age of three, the average toddler has taken exactly three bites out of 372 bananas. I think we can all relate heavily.
5: <laughs> all that half-eaten fruit left around the house.
0: Do you? No, it's probably good for our fruit consumption, to be fair, because none of us <laughs> yeah. waste food, do we?
1: No. <laughs> you don't look like this by wasting food. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah. Now, do you have any advice for dads who have fussy eaters?
4: Okay. First up, most dads
5: will have a fussy eater at some point. It is a normal part of child development for kids to go through phases where. They might get more fussy with particular foods. They might have really strong favorites or things that they really don't like. The big thing is not to sweat it uh, because it is very, very normal. But there are definitely things that you can do to help your kids. And probably the biggest thing that you can do is model not being a fussy eater yourself. So Mm. eating with your kids, eating a variety of foods, enjoying them is probably the best thing that you can do.
0: So even if you don't like something, you just act and go,
4: Mmm, that's delicious. Actually, no. (laughs) It's completely the opposite because toddlers
5: are, well, particularly. So this is the age. The age that really is difficult for most kids with eating, the peak of it is around 18 months to kind of two and a half, three years. It doesn't magically get better after that, but that's the kind of key range. And I think most of you have got a child vaguely around that Mm -hmm. kind of age. Yeah. So, even our toddlers, as young as 18 months know when you are trying to get them to do something or when you're faking them out. So, when you actually make
4: a big deal or really emphasize the deliciousness of this <laughs> dancing tree that you've got on your plate, they the are tree. so highly attuned
5: to calling bullshit.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, they're not stupid. Oh, wow. <laughs>
5: surprising isn't it very
0: weird <laughs> who would have thunk it now i did see something as well on your um your instagram page which is what sorry it's doc-
5: at dr underscore kyla
0: at under dr underscore wait <laughs> <laughs> at, sorry was
5: that me yeah. at dr underscore kyla.
0: okay my bad okay uh, i did see something and it was hashtag same food same time can you sort of elaborate on that or is that sort of what you're talking about before with the eating at the same time
4: yeah it is
5: a it's a little bit what I was talking about. So this is um, one of the hashtags that kind of become associated with me over time. And the idea is that if you can eat the same food as your kids at the same time as them, so essentially family meals, and it doesn't always have to be dinner. It doesn't always have to be the same kind of meal, but the more that you can eat together, the more you can eat the same food, the more you model that behavior that eventually they're going to learn. And sometimes it feels like, it gets really easy to fall into a habit of kind of serving up kid things or feeding kids earlier or kind of attending to them first and dealing with yourself later. And, like, that's absolutely fine some of the time, but we know consistently the more that you show them how to eat a variety of foods by doing it yourself, the mm. more they can do it.
0: Do you have any good ideas um, or parent hacks for, um, like, family-friendly mainly kid orientated meals because we all know that like no one likes sitting there eating chicken nuggets every night but there's got to be something healthy that we can have most nights that
5: unless you're two-year-old when that's a dream right
0: (laughs) 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 fish fingers and chicken nuggets nuggets.
5: (laughs) and the key is actually not catering to kids so not feeling like you have to make an entire meal that appeals to their preferences So actually, the best thing that you can do is cook for yourself or whoever's doing the cooking can cater to themselves first and then find components that suit young children. And it does mean that sometimes for young kids, all they might eat at dinner is bread or all they might eat is the plain pasta version of what you're having. And that is totally okay. I think sometimes we get too hung up on kind of making this beautiful, completely nutritious meal that ticks all the boxes, and that's when we end up either eating at a different time or eating different food because it just doesn't work out as easily. Instead, I'd prefer you actually cooked for the majority of the family, but you made sure there was at least one component that was easy for your little kids. And that's how they actually learn to like new things over time because if you consistently serve up... Sausages and their favorite, you know, they've got one favorite veg that you serve up each time, or you serve up the chicken nuggets each time. That's when they actually start to get sick of those particular foods. And we don't actually give them a chance to learn about other ones because they don't see them or they don't see other people eating them if they're eating on their own or eating their, their specific kid food.
0: What's your favorite mummy? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does definitely. What's your favorite mummy meal to, to, to serve
5: uh, up? Mine would be interesting so like mine would definitely be some kind of curry like a an indian or a thai oh, wow. curry would be my preference and that's my four-year-old's absolute nightmare of a meal like she is dead against things mixed together things with lots of sauce things with spice <laughs> you know that is a no-go zone but eventually she will get there um, and in the meantime sometimes she just eats plain rice sometimes mm-hmm. she the meat with the sauce kind of wiped off it. Sometimes she eats the papadam that goes with it. Sometimes she eats the naan bread that goes with it. And that's cool because I still let to have what I want. I don't resent her at mealtime. <laughs> um, but she's also learning to like what our family does and that's important.
2: What do you say to parents who um, would often... Is it okay to offer your kids like multiple other options if they're not eating what you've given them? So, you, you know, sometimes families may it to the point where, all right, they haven't eaten this meal, we'll offer them the bread, or oh, they haven't eaten that, we'll offer them, you know, this, the next, the next. At what point do you kind of stop that or do you just like give them the options until they eat something?
5: I actually don't recommend that as a standard. But as with everything that I do talk about, if there are things that work for your family, amazing. Like continue to do that and that's great. But what I find is in those situations, more often than not, you end up becoming like a bit of a slave in that you are literally going back and forth to the fridge, like, will this tempt you, you know? Will this tempt you, my little lord? Will this tempt you? What about this? What about this? And that's a a surefire way to get really annoyed and frustrated at mealtimes and and start to hate them because you literally become a short-order cook um, to what's going on to your kids. But instead, what I like to think about is parents being in charge of the menu, so the big picture stuff. You decide what's available like you think about your kids and what they can and can't do. Like I don't think it's reasonable to serve up a mixed saucy curry to a kid who really doesn't like those things and be like, that's all you've got. I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. But if you've made sure that there's a component on that plate that they can eat, that they can confidently eat, you can top that up if that's all they want to eat, that's fine. That way you're being considerate without catering to their specific needs. But I'd actually say we stay away from back because also it's like it's not fun for you to have to keep getting up and down from your meal when you're trying to eat together to be fixing another option and just kind of wasting what's there. So yeah. I would say less
2: often. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, and one of the things that we've done in the past on the pod is review uh, different types of high chairs. Uh, what's your high, <laughs> chair, high chair setup? Um, is it gurney friendly, and is it the twenty-dollar IKEA chair? <laughs> <laughs>
5: journey-friendly me Yeah,
2: you know, oh, like high-pressure hose. Down with the hose. <laughs> uh,
5: so, do you know that I'm developing my own high test?
0: Yeah, that's what we're asking. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah, sorry. So, we only have the test model here. It is a million times better than the IKEA. Um, you could definitely hose it down if you want to. You can actually take the tray straight off to the sink and rinse it straight off. Now we're talking. Um, there is no little holes or nooks and crannies for food to get stuck in. And I don't know if you, have you got the IKEA
0: yeah, at yeah. home? I've had multiple. have
5: so you know <laughs> underneath the tray yeah. where even if you high-pressure hose, you either have to tilt it one way or another, but there's all those little grooves. There is no groove on this tray.
0: That wow. actually makes the water splash up and hit you as yeah, well, and it come. sucks so much.
5: <laughs> the deflection angle is not good uh, on those. And then you have to tip it over to dry at the other side as well. So yeah. 100 million times better than that.
0: Very exciting. And um, obviously, do you have a price range in mind at the moment that you want to talk about?
5: Uh, We can. It's just been an incredibly traumatic process getting a um, physical product to market in the current climate. Um, So it's a little (laughs) distressing, but hopefully we are not that far away. Um, It'll be around the 300 mark, but that will actually include every single piece of the chair. So, at the moment, on the higher end of the market, you're looking at around like a mid 500s for a complete ergonomic spot-on chair, which sounds expensive, but if you think about it, what you spend on a pram in the early years and the amount of uses your pram gets compared to the amount of uses your high chair gets, it's actually like the cost per use for our chair is going to be significantly lower than any um, of the kind of big high-end markets. But also this chair adjusts for your toddler so you can take the train off, you can actually move it up to the dining table It's at the correct height for your toddler to be able to join you and be comfortably supported with foot support and back support as well. And actually it moves into schooling years in terms of homework support, arts and crafts, like being able to pull up to a table where the child can comfortably rest their elbows on the table is a really important That's thing. Important. And if you think about most kids who are kind of three, four, five, up to ten really, They've got these big adult chairs where they're they're essentially swimming in it. They're kind of having to kneel or wriggle or lean up on the table, hold themselves up. There are so many problems with those chairs. <laughs> I've just had a four year old walk past me in my recording. <laughs> um, That's okay. She can review the
0: chairs. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she'll give us the best review yet.
5: <laughs> Thumbs up. <so. laughs> but yes, yeah, it the cost per use will actually be significantly lower and there will be no need to upgrade from an IKEA version to the next version to the next. Perfect. You know, it's a one-off.
0: Until they fit in a normal sort of dining chair. Yeah,
5: okay, and do. realistically, like, it's not till you're kind of closer to eight or ten years age that you're actually at a decent height, that that yeah. chair will support you and you'll be able to sit comfortably at family meal. So, yeah, years of use.
1: Definitely get a lot of use out of that. Yeah, I love that from, yeah, well... Almost, you know, not birth—you can't say birth—but you no. know, the time they're in the chair to, you know, what eight, nine—you yeah. know, that's that's perfect. That's when great. you
0: justify it like that, it's completely worth the money because you, <laughs> you look do. at the IKEA yeah. chair chairs, twenty bucks, you get a little pillow for the younger kids, <laughs> and then once they don't fit in the pillow, you can chuck that oh, out, yeah. and then yeah. you, like we say, and you do the gurney, and it like splashes all over. You. You're like, oh no, yeah, like it's good.
5: And I think the challenge with that chair as well is once you get to that, there's a couple of phases of high care refusal—a big one about fifteen months, and a big one kind of just after two. And if you are trying to put a child into a chair at that age and they're doing that real, like, rod-leg, stiff kind of body, (laughs) we actually want to think about chairs where they can independently climb in and out. And it feels like, oh, God, if they could climb out, that's going to be a real problem. But actually, when they make a choice to climb in, you don't have to – you know, still use the straps for safety, but you don't actually have to physically restrain them from getting down once they've made a choice to get into it. So having that option – with a chair, which obviously with the ICA you have to lift them mm. in and out. Yep. Um, but having a chair that they can get into themselves as they get closer to two is is a really helpful thing.
1: Interesting, yeah, no, that's great. Um, look, there seems to be a shift in behaviours in adolescence over the kind of last twenty years. Do you reckon uh, nutrition has been playing a part in that at all?
5: So, can you just ask me that again? It was a little bit fuzzy.
1: No, no, sorry. Yeah, it must be the connection that I've got on Um As just said. I guess here we've even noticed, like ourselves, we've noticed a shift in adolescence, um, their behaviours, especially over the last twenty years. Do you think, and if so, what part does nutrition play in in, in these behaviours?
5: Yeah, um, it's interesting. I did my PhD um, in um, adolescent nutrition, and I just think there are so many things going on for teenagers that things like food and nutrition are so low down their priority list and also from a developmental life stages point of view they really don't have the kind of critical skills or thinking to be making healthy nutritious choices and I actually have some significant concerns about how we are leading kids and teenagers into this age of kind of healthy eating or healthy choices I actually think us adults, we have more to answer to than nutrition specifically. Like, teenagers are going to go through phases of um, eating what they choose, eating the things that their friends eat, you know, straying away from what their parents say or what their parents do. And that's a really normal part of growing up and development. Um, and I actually think the most important thing we can do as parents is cut them some slack in this space eating together where we can, but actually reduce our expectations about kids in any way making healthy choices. And it, it sounds tricky because like, obviously we want our kids to make healthy choices, but we actually know our rates of disordered eating and eating disorders in Australia are one third of adolescents.
3: So oh, one
5: third of our children have wonders. some kind of disordered eating behavior or an actual full-blown eating disorder. And that, to me, is, like, that is the big concern here. And so perhaps nutrition has changed. Perhaps they're eating more kind of what we would typically call junk foods, you know, um, but also maybe they're not. Like, maybe that's quite normal in this phase. And what the problem is is that there's a lot of shame or guilt or expectations around how they should be or they should be, you know, looking after their body at this age it's not a priority for teenagers like they are going through so many things and I think that was my biggest learning in this space it's like the competing demand for them compared to things like school and friendship groups and social media and all of the things food is just a little part of their life and I think that's okay I actually don't think nutrition necessarily has anything to answer to in that space
0: so maybe it's the way that we're sort of raising them that's creating the behaviour change, not so much the nutrition.
5: Yeah. I, I maybe I mean and maybe maybe teenagers get a bad rap in society in general. Like I don't know if you think back to when we were teenagers. I don't think any of us were like making healthy choices or like doing great things or, or maybe some of us were like you
2: guys are all yeah yeah <laughs> no, i distinctly remember someone at school at the tuck shop getting a sausage roll and putting it inside a rib in a roll and
0: that was the, oh, that was wow. the chosen meal every day <laughs> Tyrone, all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's <laughs> Uh, thanks so much, Kyla. Hey, do you have any sort of mum hacks? Like well, I've seen a, a few things on your Insta, like you've got some awesome school lunch ideas um, and like meal ideas and that, but do you have any sort of mum hacks that can relate to dads? Mum hacks that can relate
5: to dads?
0: Like we had one uh, just before. It was like the, the home cinema, but each kid gets their own inflatable pool, which they keep all their toys and blankets and food and stuff in. Like, anything sort of around that space?
5: Oh. I don't know if I do. I think the things that I try and do with, like, lunches and stuff is to... I like to use little inserts in the lunchbox, like muffin cups or whatever it is, to keep things a bit separate, but also to make them look a bit bigger. So, sometimes, like, my daughter, she's not a massive veggie fan. She doesn't love them. And that's fine. Like, they have a recommendation that they have veggies in their lunchbox. That's cool. But I pad it out with like a little bit of a container. I add a little fork, little things that sometimes I'll put fruit underneath it so she at least has to pick up the veggies to get to the fruit. There's kind of those little things that just help with interaction. Like they're definitely little things you can do There's on a, a daily hack. basis. Yeah. There you go. There's <laughs> a hack. Put it underneath. And I, I guess something I want people to know um, when they're listening to this is it's really okay that kids like are still learning to like lots of different foods. I think there's a lot of these big expectations that, you know, I don't, some of the lunchbox ideas I see online like terrify me and I'm a dietitian and I look at them and I think, God, how do they like get their kids to eat all of these random things or how do they make it so beautiful when they cut out all these little stars out of things. Like, I have no interest or time to be doing that. How do they get
0: them to school on time?
5: "Oh, (laughs) Oh, legit. Like, how do we even get out the door before, you know, the bell goes? So, I think, like, you definitely don't have to be fancy schmancy in any kind of lunches. And it's okay to pack what your kids like. Like, you don't need to feel like it has to be Instagram. Way.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, I got in trouble the other morning from my wife. Like she's like, can you pack the kids' lunches today? I'm like, yeah, no dramas. That's all
1: good. $5 in a paper bag does not count as <laughs> No, that's money. right. That's
0: that's <laughs> correct. But I, <laughs> I did go one step higher than that. I, I did the sandwiches. I did one thing of fruit because she bought the fancy lunch boxes with all the, um, the compartments. So I, did, I did one compartment of fruit and the other ones was like, usually got like cut in half like there was a couple of marshmallows <laughs> and that was like and it was like more treats <laughs> like was, the only th- the unhealthy thing was the marshmallows but there was probably like those popcorn and um, and she's like i usually give them like one thing of of unhealth like unhealthy things like you know in air quotes It's like that was to me that looked really balanced and healthy um, apart from the marshmallows and there was like two in there and she's like you can't give them that much junk food i'm like there is zero junk food in there and yeah just wondering your thoughts on that
5: (laughs) do you know where i think it comes from it's not even about the marshmallows it's about this the current trend in schools to be expected to provide a like super over-the-top nutritious lunchbox and I have recently just done a bit of a media campaign on some of the news channels because there seems to be this trend of policing lunchboxes in schools or people, um, teachers being told that they have to inspect lunchboxes or provide feedback to parents or tell kids what they can and can't out of those lunch boxes or what order they have to. Because teachers from, don't have
0: enough on their plate at the time anyway. Oh my god, <laughs>
5: like, I cannot think of anything worse than having to go through a class and look at everybody's lunch box. The, the only time but why you've ever gone to a different th-
1: place. Sorry, the only time I go... I'm a teacher. The only time I go through a lunchbox is if I'm hungry in the afternoon. <laughs> if I haven't eaten any the lunch, I'm like, oh, I'm really hungry, guys. I've eaten all mine. Does anyone have any time to take I'm taking, I'm or, taking the teddies. anything, whatever. Sorry. Just, oh, please give it <laughs> to me. I'm it.
5: anti-wasted. I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It comes from some individual teachers. It comes from some school principals. It comes sometimes pressure from parents to ask teachers to you know, ensure that their kids are eating and I think this is my big concern again is like this is none of anybody else's business like you pack what you're comfortable for your child to eat and they choose to eat from that lunchbox I think as soon as we get people involved in any kind of inspection any kind of standard you have to meet it just, it, it forgets that the people packing these are real people the people eating them are real people like there's going to be times when it's perhaps more nutritious than others, and that's okay. If you're okay as the
0: parent packing that, then I think that's okay. Yeah, nice. Now, um, we we also like to finish each episode with a um, – we, we do our shit dad moment of the week, um, and just before we gave you a little bit of time to um, – a bit of perusal time before your exam, and, um, and we, we'd love it if you could share with us a shit mum moment because it is the end of shit mum month.
5: <laughs> I was going to say, I said before, I've just done 10 days of solo parenting, so there were um, quite a number for me to choose from, I feel like, by today I was on the um, edge. What my shit bun moment is I took my four-year-old to her favourite path, which includes uh, monsters and a flying fox, and my 15-month-old, so she is literally like still a baby, is obsessed with going on the flying fox. Right, So the little handle, you're holding on, and I said to my sister, "Like, look at her. She loves it. Like, she's holding herself. She can practically hold her own body weight. Amazing." Showed her how she held her own body weight, and she didn't hold her own body weight. <laughs> and it was just fairly. Uh, <laughs> she had been until that point. Um, yeah, that was she got quite people, but you know, understand. She went again.
0: Nice. Yeah, we uh, a pretty common theme on this podcast. Of from a, a paramedic friend was um, babies bounce so. How how did you go with
5: that? (laughs) It didn't stop her wanting to go on it. Like, it seems weird that a baby would want to hang on a flying fox. I feel like a real idiot holding her, moving her along with flying fox. But, you know, love love
3: it. it.
0: Nice awesome thanks so much for taking the time out of your um your busy schedule to come and chat to the boys at the shit dad pod because um yeah we really appreciate it and you gave us some really good information on yeah everything nutrition for, mm. for kids and i oh, know i'm going to take a few things out of that and um and, and adjust how i roll with it but um yeah thanks so much for coming on and um yeah hopefully catch up with you soon my pleasure
5: thanks for having me
0: thank you cheers all right, boys. This week in fatherhood, what do we got? All right. So, sorry. A bit of background information for the listeners um, who haven't heard so far. We do a little thing called this week in fatherhood because it's more of what we've done wrong, how we reacted, and what we can we think we can do better. It's all about self reflection and promoting self reflection. Um, so anyone listening can maybe do the same. Feel free to send us in your this week in fatherhood um, to feature on an upcoming podcast. But we uh, we do this because it's good for us. And it's really good to promote it with listeners as well.
2: All right. This week in fatherhood, uh, something that was a – I say it's pure shitness, but it was a minor inconvenience. Uh, my son bit me. I was sitting there I was on the leg. I was sitting at the table. I don't even know what I was doing, in, in you know, ingrained or enthralled in something. And I just had this little person bite my, like, thigh. And my reaction was probably over the top. I think it was more, not because it was really hurt, it was more just genuine surprise. And, him <laughs> <laughs> that, they tell me a
0: bit in back.
1: They do that, say that, that works. That's so. a reaction. They do say that works. Uh, not <laughs> bite anyone for <after> that. <laughs>
2: um, I think I, yeah, like I said, it wasn't that painful. It was more just the shock of, well, hey, what is that? And what's happening? So I kind of jumped up and was like, oh. And I, once I realized, I was like, I said, go away. Um, in a pretty like aggressive tone. Mm. And it was the first time ever that he has done, cause he's two now, he's, he's getting a bit older. First time he's ever done the full staring and then just the bottom lip. Oh, oh. yes. Oh. And it was like a slow reaction. And, and my wife said, <laughs> what have you done?
1: <laughs> <laughs> look at my leg. <laughs> look at the marking left. <laughs>
2: yeah. bit me, look. Yeah. Um, she did not care. Yeah. And, and that bottom lip was out. Um, I mean what I could have done better is a calmer reaction <laughs> obviously um but I tried I tried to straight away just to say pick him up and say that's all right don't worry about it but it was it was the the lip stayed there for a while it was quite too little too persi- pers- persistent um yeah so I think I don't know it's hard to not react that way sometimes when there's a random pain but yeah for um, sure maybe maybe I need to get more accustomed to small bites
0: <laughs> it's like getting shot You're just like <laughs> And then you look at the, the wound and then it gets a million times worse. Because like, I've been shot about 30 times. So <laughs> like, I I'm sorry. Know it's the like, pain. Well, clearly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, on the games and the PlayStation. Yeah, play on yeah. the weekend. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you feel them. <laughs> feel them. But I reckon that's your reaction. came out there was all out of shock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was really pain. I think it was just like, what the fuck is going on? And mm. then you do. You just react in that.
0: Yeah, that way. I reckon that's uh, okay. That. Because if it was something like spilling a glass of milk or water, you'd be like, that'd probably be a bit out of line yeah, but yeah. like for that pain botting effing hurts man like you know
1: you're also trying to teach him biting's not okay yeah and so i think yeah as i said your reaction and and it's a hard one too because you you not that you want that reaction where they're like crying and you know upset but you want them to know what they've done is wrong yeah, and yeah. so it's a hard thing afterwards where you're saying like i'm sorry or you know no 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 it's okay like well, no, it's fucking not okay. You <laughs> bit my leg, but I need you to know that it's okay. I still love you, kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah.
2: it just breaks your heart when you see that little oh, that little lip, it? lower lip. Oh, how mine. about you, Dave? What was it, what oh, happened this week in fatherhood?
1: Nothing, not one particular uh, moment for me. I think mine is just the culmination of these little, uh, little niggly reactions that i do that that aren't really whether it's the ra- you know the rain being stuck inside moments all of these particular things but i can just see my reactions with um isla it's just not the greatest or like i'm holding heidi seven week old and she's just dozing off and then isla does something like out of excitement you know like she's a big sis she's super proud and then like i react and i'm like oh, fuck, you're just super happy mm. All you want to do is just give her a cuddle or a kiss and whatnot, and I'm like, just no, just go away from me, kind of thing. And yeah, so like my that's that was my reaction. I think just too often, mm-hmm. and it just kind of bugged me. Um, so I guess what could I've done better? Like it's just realize that my three year old is a really proud big sister, yeah. um, you know, and accept it and maybe approach it more in the the teaching style of I'm like, not now because Heidi's having a sleep and when we're awake we can do it and that way so hopefully it can become a little bit mm. better that way that's that's it my hard goal. when you yeah yeah
2: you're really trying to get a baby to sleep yeah, yeah. like you know walk on eggshells and all that yeah. but maybe that's why the second kid tends to sleep better yeah. in general because yeah. they're just used to the noise, used to the noise yeah. yeah.
1: oh look i agree as i said you know like i guess um you know like it comes into actually no i'll hold on to it for the workbench Yeah, okay. Hold
0: on. Okay. Well, um, this week in fatherhood, uh, my pure shitness was my kids all up in my bidness while I was trying to watch a bit of um, Sunday footy. Um, As it happens to a lot of dads, I know. um, And obviously while you're having a little punt and things aren't going your way in the footy, it's, it's not ideal. You feel shitty because you've lost the 10 bucks on a footy game, maybe like 20. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think, uh, a lot of dads enjoy a bit of a punt on a Sunday after watching, watching the footy first try score or whatever your, whatever your, uh, your flavor is. But, um, my reaction when things weren't going my way, um, I was getting a bit frustrated at all the noise and like, cause I was, like the bet was gone. I didn't care about yeah. that anymore. Um, but I was watching the footy. I was really enjoying the game and like heaps of background noise and the kids were like always wanting my attention. I was getting really snappy, and I, was, I thought to myself, like at the time, I was like, this sucks. Like, I just want to watch the footy, but they want my attention. Um, but, you know, like, I want space too, you know? And anyway, it was just like this real selfish moment. I wasn't happy with it. Really wasn't happy with how it happened. Um, what I could have done better, have a punt. That's fine, dads. Um, but sort of leave your phone on the bench so you're not as distracted. Like, if you're going to watch the footy, that's cool. Um, and like this is something I'm going to do from now on. When I'm watching the footy, if I still want to watch the whole game, I'll interact with the kids. Like phones on the bench, it's gone, so you can't like stuff around while you're, and on the group chats and all that. Because yeah. that's another thing. When you're on the group chat with the boys yeah. in a footy game, and everyone's chatting, everyone's trying to keep up with it, and then the kids are in your ear and jumping all over, and you're like, get it, just ugh, go away. Like and so that's my thing now. I'm just going to leave the phone on the bench while the footy's on, and I'm just going to. That's it, mat time. The kids can just do something on the mat if they want to interact with me. I'm watching the footy kids, but we're doing something on the mat. Mm-hmm. The TV in the background, you know. Then that way I can still watch footy, interacting with them. Hopefully they're not jumping all over me. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I'll let you yeah. know how it goes.
1: It's <laughs> good. I think. I think we've all been there. I think it all the time. Like the footy on, and it's not just that. It's it's not just the kids too. It's just sometimes. Anything that's going on, yeah. You're just like, oh, I just want like. Just everyone sure like, shush from trying to listen. 80 or, minutes, yeah. it's like all oh, I want. In case, well,
0: if the missus is rubbing up against, like, like coming up for a cuddle, you, you got to do that because that's <laughs> like yeah. okay. that, that's few and far between, isn't it?
1: Let's be honest. <laughs> very, very true, <laughs> <laughs> very true. But we all, yeah. It's just it is as you said, it's a, it's a tough one. But yeah. right? and you can't do the old, all right, whatever. I'll just record, you know, I'll record the game and watch it later. And I think you're like. No, because next time you jump on your phone, you're going to know who's yeah, won. exactly, and, yeah. Um, and it just it just loses, and you lose interest in it. So I like that, mate, just putting the phone on the bench, just that one less distraction there. That's it.
0: And then just sitting on the ground with the footy in the background. Yep, Definitely going to give that a go. All right, let's get on with it. So the dad workbench, um, what did you do this week, Dave, to be 1% better?
1: It kind of comes on to a little bit of what I was talking about. I think for the last couple of weeks, I've been too frustrated um, and I haven't been liking it a little bit. Um, a few little extra kind of moments where I'm like, oh, fuck, what, what's going on kind of thing. So um, I verbalised it last week and said, no, nah, I'm calling the doc. I'm going to go jump on a, another plan to just go talk to someone else. Uh, so that's a mental health plan. Mental yeah. health plan, yep. just jump on it. Like you go see the doctor, you get it. You get X amount of sessions rebated mm-hmm. um, from you know from the government, which is quite good. Um, so I verbalised it last week And I called the doc today So I've at the teleconference tomorrow Just to kind of get that all sorted just So I can just have someone else to talk to mm. And again gain some of those strategies Clearly that I'm lacking to That's what we were
0: talking about in, on the way here So me and Dave Carpool Because we live around the corner from each other <laughs> And we're absolute legends And we love chatting <laughs> with each other Because we just talk non-stop for 20 minutes on the drive here Anyway, what we're talking about is Talking to the boys on a podcast is all well and good and to get stuff off your chest but yeah. we're not going to give you the strategies to right. get over the the stuff that's bothering you yeah. so that's it's awesome to to get in touch with someone who's doesn't it, this their bread and butter yeah so fair play
1: so that's essentially yeah so you lads it's, it's the cup that's it's emptying but i don't think it's going all the way mm. you know so and i think it's just at the moment i'm not distinguishing between all of the cups i think all the cups have just come together Lack of so, sleep,
0: newborn. Yeah, a little bit. Well. like and, touch, it, and it yeah. is, and
1: yeah. but Touchwood, like when I say Touchwood, I'm t- Touchwood because don't of say it. How <laughs> she's gone? No, she's gone alright. Like <laughs> as in, she goes alright. Um, but also Trace has been an absolute trooper. She knows I'm working, so essentially Sunday to Thursday, mm. she gets up. Sometimes I'll feel her get up out of bed, um, and then next minute it's five thirty. You know, my alarm's going off, or whatever. So that there i'm getting that sleep so i don't have that excuse and then i look at it i'm like what up you're still getting yeah six seven hours sleep and originally i said this i'm like yeah i'm still getting six seven hours sleep but broken Mm. every two hours Mm. every two hours so yeah look so that's kind of to be my one percent better nice you know starting that that process and um yeah get a little bit better physically Again, I'm just Mr. Excuses, but, um, I'll, I'll blame the Get rain. Get down and give me 20, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> blame is, the rain, yeah. we, we, we don't have enough time in this show. <laughs> no, look, but um, I think physically it's more better eating. Mm-hmm. Like I'm back yeah. into a better eating um, routine, being back at work. So it's a bit of, a bit of is fruit. Is it strict, yeah? Yeah, a bit of fruit, a little bit of, um, when I say snacks, like kind of the sakata, little crackers and stuff, and then my lunch. So that that's instead of the jump in jump, have some cookies and mm. chocolates. Back in a of routine, that's yep. good. So yeah, that's I guess physically for that. Nice one. Yeah. What, you, what about yourself, Cam?
2: Um, so yeah, I was mentioned. I'm just gonna start off by doing this challenge. The, the The office that I work in has. You sound so excited about it. <laughs> oh, it's- his motivation <laughs> was not really there. The three, but we, three week challenges. so let's see good. How we go. Yeah. I've done a couple of sessions. It's been good. Um, yeah. and the office that I work in has jars of lollies, jars of tim tams, jars of kit Kats, and then muesli bars. Like just a free for all. And every time I walk into the kitchen to get a a you know, cup of coffee or, or water or anything you just walk past them so that's that's always the hardest part um, but you know I'm trying to be pretty strict there um, so for me this week on Sunday I went to uh, actually got it for my birthday uh, from my wife I had a city cave massage just a relaxation massage not a remedial one not working out kinks or anything more so literally just lying there um, um, for you know the the enjoyment of it um, and and I don't get them very often and it was pretty much the first time I've just laid still for an hour solid hour let the mind kind of just wander and the first bit you're thinking about you know work and a few different things and and then eventually you kind of drift off into this not really sleeping but I don't know half awake half sleep st- um, state which is really awesome and my mind I just saw this we- weirdest thing happen I saw this thing really clearly in my mind it was a it was like a table um, like a like a whiteboard kind of imagine it and it was like basically a, a plan for the week and then all, all my goals like kind of written out and so like when I got out of the massage yes it was physically relaxing and everything but then I just had this thing in my mind of oh, I need to like write this down so I got home awesome got home I uh, got a bit of pen and paper and just literally wrote out um, what essentially is like a plan for the week but then i guess the bigger picture of how those what your actions or what you're doing that week is going to ladder up to your goals yeah, cool. um so the way that i've kind of I don't know, i'm i'm gonna buy up a whiteboard from kmart or something and just at the st- sunday night each week just at the start of the week just kind of write out what the plan is so that week might be like all right you know do it with my wife this week i'm gonna to go to the gym this day this day this day you do these days um uh you know what, what are you working from home this week yep cool what days get that all on there um you know, what night we're recording the podcast, just have a really clear view of the week as a whole, but then also underneath it, all right, what's one thing that I'm going to do, whether it's physically, mentally, socially, or financially to, I don't know, just have a bit of a think about, you know, how do we get to some of those longer term family goals? And so I've done that. And so I'm just really enjoying, I guess, having a bit more clarity around what that week looks like. Awesome. That's really I'm going to try and do that for a few weeks and just share that with my wife and kind of, you know, we always talk about, we want to get better at managing money all right, that's a long-term goal. How do we? How are we going to get there? What are we going to do this week? Just to, one thing could be one thing, one night a week. Um, so we're going to give that a crack too. That's really oh, good. I mean, that's awesome. It's so really weird how it came about of just like
0: <laughs> half asleep. So what like, is this oh. city cave? It's like you, you're lying in water or something. Oh, yeah.
2: So there's two parts. So there's the float and then this is this just a general massage. So sa- same as any other kind of massage you can get. But the floating thing I've done once, I wasn't a massive fan. Um, my wife loves it. It's literally like salt, like heavily salted water, um, as much salt as the Dead Sea or something. And so you literally, like, you float really high above it and you lie there. Most of, most people lie there in complete silence in the dark and you're meant to, like, have this weird kind of, I don't know, relaxation body experience because you can't feel it or touch anything. But I just literally just floated for an hour in, a, in water and I was like, okay,
1: that's... that's <laughs> the, like, I couldn't really mentally switch <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, so. I was going to say, because... You couldn't switch off. Uh, Yeah, I I didn't. I don't think so. I don't know if I could. I think I'd probably just fall asleep. Yeah, (laughs) I was scared of like drowning. Yeah, I don't (laughs) want to sink in this thing. (laughs) But but it's you Don't I, I don't I can't float. I literally put me in a pool. I float for about three seconds without having to, like, quickly kick or something like this. It just sinks to the bottom. So this is coming from a guy who can't float. I reckon I'll be right. Heavy as a paver.
2: Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I'll, it, let us know if you've done the floating tanks and if you like it. I know you can do them in couples as well, um, which, once again, I don't think would be relaxing at all. You'd be like, don't touch me. Don't talk D- to Stop me. splashing. Don't move. Yeah. You know. It's the course of
1: divorce. <laughs> What happened to you guys? We just uh, city... Uh, <laughs> CK <point float>. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. Well done. So, h- yep, here's your divorce papers. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> what about you, mate?
0: Oh, uh, mate, my uh, workbench this week involved... I think it was a bit of a physically and mentally thing uh, in one hit. It was... I decided to go to the Cairo because I haven't been to the Cairo. Like, I went to one Cairo and it was effing terrible. I hated it. Because she basically just sat there talking to me about how, like... Yeah, that's I told right. you about yeah, this. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> she literally just – she was like a counsellor. She's like telling me, oh, you've got to be less stressed. You've got three kids. You've got to just <laughs> take some deep breaths. I'm like, just can you fucking crack my back? <laughs> <laughs> less chat, more crack. You all right? <laughs> 100%. Anyway, I got to this new guy and he's like a, – he's a younger bloke like us and he's sort of um, – he's done a bit of a stint overseas and he decided that oh, I want to come back and have something a bit more stable Be a, be a Cairo. He's awesome. And I told him about this this other lady I went to and he goes, oh, that's good. Nah, it's, no worries. They're all different, but I actually really enjoy manually, um, whatever they call it, manually Justing. adjusting people. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. Get me on that bench and give me back a crack. All right. Because I've got this massive pain in my mid back and I need it gone ASAP. It's been like this stinging feeling in my back for like ages, oh, probably a couple of weeks now. And since he's cracked it, it's gone. I'm mm. like, oh my God, this is amazing. Anyway, he's, like, done the whole neck cracking thing and, like, the mid-back. He's, like, yeah. got me on all these weird positions, like, like pushing really hard and, bloody my back just go... I'm like, oh, shit. And, like, there's no pain. It's just really loud. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and, yeah, I've, I told him about... Because you know how I screwed my groin up. It's, like, torn my groin. And it's, like, I, I can't do cardio at the moment. I'm like, it's killing me because I... genuinely do exercise so i can enjoy like a few beers and eat nice meals and like just enjoy life now i don't like i'm not trying to lose like a heap of weight anymore like if it comes off it comes off but anyway i can't do that because i'm not doing cardio or high intensity Mm. like fit fit stop style training because i can't i literally ran three paces today and i was like oh yep no can't do that you know and so anyway it's a bit bit of strife at the moment he goes just do pilates try like couple of sessions of Pilates a week half an hour and you'll feel the difference almost immediately I'm like okay sweet and he goes it's like having a bulletproof vest for your gut um, I'm like ah, I like the sound of that actually so yeah give it a go it's all about balance and strength in the core and so yeah gonna give that a whirl and um, yeah I'll let you know how that goes but that's my workbench this week just going to the Cairo make myself feel better and coming up with strategies to feel better overall mm. without running 700 Ks. Oh, no. I can't go running. <laughs> it's my groin. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I told my groin, dude, you did that a year ago. <laughs> nah, it's still sore, eh?
2: Has your Cairo done the the jaw crack? No. Oh, that's like mm. it's next level. It's awesome. Not a fan? Oh, good. No, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah literally, he'd be like,
1: all right, open your mouth and then close. <laughs> what? Yeah. See, I haven't had the, the jaw crack, but I've had like... So, mine does half the manual a little bit of the activator or whatever it agitated whatever it is but then a bit more kind of almost massage so like with my whiz, before I had my wisdom teeth out she had like, put a glove on I'm like um, sorry what appointment am I at <laughs> <laughs> she goes just, like, open your mouth anyway boom and then just like massage the back back of my teeth and really like, yeah next minute it was what? just like yeah, because I had the massive migraines and all these things and eventually as soon as she did that and released a bit of pressure in my jaw like massaged it out Pinpointed the pain. Like it was just like straight to, and you're like, yeah, okay. I can't even open my mouth, but you <laughs> literally have pinpointed that. And wow, oh, yeah. yeah, crazy. I would not have thought a Cairo would be doing jaws yeah, or anything. Yeah. yeah, but that's good.
0: How yeah, good? All right.
1: Shit, died moment of the week.
0: Beautiful. It's just poetry, isn't it? <laughs> I sit all week long,
1: waiting for that. <laughs>
0: I'm going to make some more jingles in my high pitched voice. It'll be so good. Um, thanks, to anyone who has uh, got in touch with us at Shit Dad Pod on uh, on Instagram with their Shit Dad moments of the week. This week we have listener, well, new listener, new listener Chris, um, who's actually sent two in this nice. week. So I'm really excited to share those ones with you guys. So. Um, he's got a daughter who's my Mr. Five's age. Um, they got along really well. They actually came, We met them at the library, so that's probably why my kids were so well-behaved. Anyway, um, they were on a flight to Canada, as he is Canadian, and um, he, his daughter at the time was on milk bottles mm-hmm. and they usually just I'd fill them up like halfway and that's like a good amount of milk. F- fills her up. That's all good. Yeah. At this point, he decided to give her a full bottle. I can't remember why he said it, but he's just like he gave her a full bottle of milk, and then she's like, <laughs> "They got to like because you know how like he popped ears on the way up, and yeah. I, he doesn't know if it was because they they were landing coming from altitude or whatever. But just as they were landing the plane, she's like, "Daddy, my um, my tummy doesn't feel very well," oh. and he's like, "Oh, can you just just." Just relax, take some breaths and hold it in. That's okay. Um, we'll go to the toilet when we we land. And she's like, okay, daddy.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> tried to do the right
0: thing too. Much. Projectile milk vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
1: would be the worst. Any air travel is already bad <laughs> oh, enough with kids. Yeah, look, can't that, imagine. I've sat on a flight um, next to a bloke who clearly was delayed at the airport and then just went straight to the bar. I don't know how he got let on the flight, but, mm. like, it was two seats over from me. And then, like, just after takeoff, just vomit everywhere. Oh. Everywhere. And this poor hostess is like, – and I'm sitting there just looking at him. I was like – that is fucked up. Sort
0: yeah. yourself out, mate, and then next clean week, then yourself then the next up.
1: Week he just like fucking passed out, so yeah. like everything. Just went like, grabbed one of the little blankets yeah. and just pushed all the shit further off oh. that spare sheet, and just like put the blanket on. It's like keep that fucking mink away from. Yeah. me. <laughs> that's the, when they need the eject button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: just drop Someone it. passed me a moist that for this <laughs> clown. Um, he also shared a second one, where he was he took um took. The young one to, she was actually a lot younger at this ba- this stage, and took her to the mother-in-law's house, which they were in the blocky unit, so they had to go upstairs and all that, but he's gone out of the car to go round to the baby side of the thing, and somehow the car has locked, so baby's in the car, oh. and he's like, mum, what am I going to do? So, they um, called RACQ. Fire brigade, everyone, and it's just like all the neighbors comes first. Yeah, 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 it was like neighbors out, all embarrassing, and yeah, baby was in the car, keys were in the car, phone was in the car, so I had to somehow get mother-in-law's attention, who was up in the um the higher stories of this um this unit complex. But wow. yeah, oh,
1: that's shit. that's scary. That's scary dad <laughs> moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be. Like, s- at what point and when? I mean, it's probably instantly. Does it go through your mind that you're breaking a window yeah. with whatever you find? Oh, like yeah. a brick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, with whatever you He said find. it
0: was like a 36 degree day, too. Oh. So it was like, um, if they don't come in the next yeah. sort of three or four minutes, I'm fucking breaking yeah. a window. Wow. Hectic. Thanks, Chris.
2: Those oh, are good yeah. Yeah, stories,
0: thanks, mate. Really good ones. Um, I have my own personal one this week. Um, remember back in like school, you'd be, you'd sort of hurt someone younger than you, like by accident, and to stop them from going and telling their, parent or supervisor or a teacher you'd like hit. all right give me a free hit yeah. <laughs> you know here's my arm just hit it as hard as you want just whatever you got to do yeah did it with my six-year-old son he was like <laughs> we were playing silly buggers all right so <laughs> automatically you got to sign a waiver when you start playing silly buggers of course yeah if you get hurt it's your own fault because we're playing silly buggers so we were so i was like throwing him onto the couch and, like, pushing him onto the couch and, like, carrying on. They call it the, the silly daddy game, which oh, yeah. real creative, you know. <laughs> um, but I was lying on the ground and they were, like, jumping on me and stuff and my Mr. Six was, like, running at me. So I put my foot up and just sort of – I haven't, like, kicked him but I've, like, put my foot up and, like, pushed my the ball of my foot out so he, like, went backwards onto the couch. He thought it was the funniest thing ever. Anyway, he's come at me another time and I've done it again. Obviously, it was a bit – Harder or in the wrong spot this time I fully winded him oh. And he's like
3: <gasps> I'm like oh shit So
0: I've like stopped what I was doing like, oh, I pushed the other two off I was like just stop i got to sort, sort him out Anyway um, He's like Mel's beside herself The wife's beside herself So I'm just like Alright just stop Everyone stop We're not playing this game anymore Anyway Started playing again, obviously. <laughs> and um, I've, I was like doing the air, you know, the air punches, you know, yeah. where you just like just just stop just short of them. Yeah. I've connected with his chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like winded
0: him again. I'm like, fucking hell, I cannot get this right as well. So I was like, and this time the wife didn't see it. So I was just like, all right, this is not, he is not telling. <laughs> Don't tell mum. Don't tell mum yeah. that I just punched you in the chest, <laughs> all right? Like almost broke Written, No, I didn't break wrist. Anyway, so I was like, free hit, come here. And like pulled my stomach up Like pulled my shirt up So he'd see my, my big dad gut And I was like free hit Hit me as hard as you want Don't hold back Immediately Like no tears Massive cheese shit eating grin All over his face Gave me the biggest punch And like I dead set This kid is like frail as Like he's tiny yeah. And he almost winded me Like oh, wow. I was like Oh Jesus like I didn't I tried not to like show it But I was sitting there going Oh that oh, was hectic. He packs a punch. I'm going to get him into UFC for sure. He's
1: got a, he's got a few years pent up. Just, <laughs> yeah. like, free hit. Oh, I'm going to take yeah, this. You're fucked, old it. man.
0: Yeah. And as a
2: byproduct of that, you've now taught him how to punch his brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you
1: hit me. I get a free hit. That's how it works. Exactly. So now you're now you're Mister
0: Five. Oh, that's okay. Now I don't have to deal with it. They can just sort it out themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: But it, when does a free hit game turn into you are just boxing on? Like I had two brothers growing up, and it was like, Yeah, yeah. You're free hit, free hit. And then you give a good free hit, and then they follow up with another one. So then it's just like, It's on. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> How about you, Dave? Um, mine comes in very similar to, yeah, you had the start of the episode tournament your weekend with weather and stuff. And stupidly, so I have to, before I say this is a shared shit dad, shit mum moment, mm-hmm. promise. Number, you know, th- promised three year old that, hey, let's go to the indoor playground at North Lakes Been there before, yeah. got there, and we realized, you know, six week or seven week old sitting there in car, like sleeping. Like, oh shit. I got out of the car, checked it out, and it was chaos. Yes. Chaos. I figured it kind of was going to be, but it was just like, it's so loud in there. I'm like, how is, you know, number two going to sleep? Kind of thing. And we're like, oh, okay. Anyway, got back in the car. Oh, sorry, Isla. It's um, it's closed. Oh. <laughs> but, but there's people walking in. <laughs> oh, they're the cleaners. <laughs> I'm like, what? The cleaners' like, kids are going too? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, look, it's just too busy. Like, there's too many people. We can't feed Heidi, you know, blah, blah, blah. Ratted off all this. And then she's sitting there, like, oh, okay. We go to another indoor playground? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. We went to uh, Macca's in <laughs> <laughs> but she got an ice cream. <laughs> Good result. <laughs> Made it all better. <laughs>
2: um, my shit-to-head moment of the week was once again, same as you, shit shared, mum and dad. Um, I shared with you guys a bit early, a couple of days ago, a uh, little shiner that Zach got, <laughs> uh, my, my son. He was playing silly buggers on the couch. Well, one of those rainy days, we were watching a movie. Um, Wait,
0: did he sign the waiver?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's did, right, yeah. man. That's it's fault. It's, it's, it's it's
1: own fault. This It's unspoken. There's, there's no English is needed anymore.
2: <laughs> 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 yep. Um. Uh. Well, my wife, and my daughter, are watching a movie. <laughs> I was not watching the movie because it was boring. Um. And he, he fell, out, head over on the couch. Uh, and this is our downstairs area where there's, there's tiles everywhere. Uh. First time he's done that. He's been close a few times, and he's always stupid on the couch. So I'm like, oh, it's gonna happen one day. Um. It happened head first into tiles and it was a big enough fall um but i said you know instantly my wife and i looked at each other shit all right we're on what are we gonna do quick pick him up console him and then we'll figure it out is it bad um picked him up and i've never seen something grow so fast and so big it was a genuine egg and it went from absolutely like nothing to swelling up swelling up bruise and i was at the point where oh is it split i can't can't actually tell uh it didn't It didn't quite split or anything, luckily. Um, we're very lucky as well. We've got a, a paramedic in the family, so we gave him a buzz. Uh, got him on speed dial, We have used him a few times, <laughs> uh, and went through a few questions, but he was okay. So, And he was in his normal self. He was dancing to trolls in the next half an hour after he got over the tears, had the bag of peas on, yeah. and he was okay. So that was a, a bit of a shit mum and dad moment because we both literally dropped the kid. Not um, the ball, yeah. dropped the kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: We um when that photo came through I was like, Oh geez. Like it yeah it's a, a big good one. one. Yeah.
0: I thought it was a live action shot, I swear it was a still shot. I swear it was moving. It was like pulsing <laughs> 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 through the phone. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: so
2: that's the end of the episode, guys. Don't forget to obviously listen, share, um, tell your mates, um, get in touch with us as well, keep the shit daddery rolling. Help us to continue to grow. Uh, We love hearing your stories. Send them through to at ShitDadPod on Instagram. Send us a message. Send us a photo. Um, Feel free to tag us in things or we've got the ShitDadPod at gmail.com if you've got a longer story to tell as well.
0: And we absolutely love sharing your shitdaddery. Boys, do you have any lasting dad advice?
1: Yeah, mine's just if things don't feel right, go talk to someone.
2: Uh, and I'd say uh, don't do a float but do a massage <laughs> <laughs> and you can almost fall asleep and have an epiphany
0: <laughs> I don't have any lasting dad vibes too good. <laughs> oh, there's two crackers there two crackers
1: <laughs>
0: oh mate what was my oh yeah free hit for your kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> done lasting dad vibes
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you two. hit your kid <laughs> hard
0: by accident give him a free hit all <laughs> will two, be held it was yeah. two crackers <laughs> All right, guys. At the end of the day, uh, look back and reflect. And if you haven't um, made the bond with your kids 1% better today, make sure you give it 2% tomorrow. So uh, in the week ahead, don't be the loaded gun. Be Mr. Fun for the kids.